Hey, everybody. This episode of Tech Stillers is supported by Fullstack PEO, a turnkey HR solution. Zach and I have uh, known the team at Fullstack for a really long time, and they absolutely have a passion uh, for emerging companies and the people who are embarking on that journey. You know, when you're trying to grow your company, you have a ton of top priorities to worry about, and HR doesn't have to be one of those. You know, you can trust that the folks at Fullstack will take care of you and your team, so you can focus on your company. Check them out now at fullstackpeo.com forward slash techstillers and get the peace of mind you need. Welcome to the show. I'm Zach Darnell. And I'm Sean Larson. And we're the Techstillers, exploring what it's like to build things. So when I think about the end of the year, beginning of the next year, I'm always looking at stuff like, what did I get done this year? What do I want from out of the following year this year? And... Uh, my coach challenged me right before we broke for the holidays to uh, think about um, maybe not being as uh, not coming up with so many things to do and focus on things to be. And she's been really drilling into my head this idea of just to be you. Stop focusing so much on doing things that. Um, might make me look like uh, I'm, I'm accomplishing stuff or whatever it might be. And her analogy that she used was most people put these goals in place and, and she's like, they're, they're mountains that have to be climbed over a period of time. But you're always carrying a wagon along with you, you know, this, this huge rickshaw of all of your baggage and crap and uh, emotional triggers and uh, old situations and so on and so forth. What if you just stopped where you were, because I'm in a good spot, why don't you just stop where you are and focus on lightening the wagon? Focus on um, pulling things out, analyzing things um, that may be emotional triggers and EQI level uh, things, not hard skills, right? I'm, I'm kind of past that point in my career to focus on these hard skills so much. Those kind of come with repetition. And just focus on finding and being who your true self is. It was a really interesting kind of thought experiment I've been kind of thinking about throughout the rest of the year. And I think the themes that I came up with for 2020 for me are intentionality and curiosity. Those are my themes for the year. And I've got some basic goals in there, but um, I'm kind of trying to think about this in more of a thematic thing. Where do I want to start going in my life? I'm I'm curious if you've determined an order for those two things. Well, and you mm. only have two, but to me, it sounds like curiosity would lead to intentionality. Uh, in some cases, and um, so curiosity for me is um, uh, trying to be top of mind when I'm in different situations, scenarios at work, at home, life, just whatever. Um, I have a tendency to be overly critical of people, situations, before I'm curious about where where they got to this point, why they think this way, whatever. And I want to try to flip that. I want to be more curious and be less critical of people and situations. I feel like uh, to grow myself, to build deeper and, and uh, better relationships with people, uh, it would be better for me to be curious, to get to know them or those situations better before offering a quick opinion or a quick thought, even if it's asked for. And I think that um, is a, a habit or um, 
a response versus a reaction. It's this idea of finding the pause when there might be situations that are stressful for me um, or things that make me uncomfortable. How do I lean into those while bringing the... Uh, the best version of myself to those situations. And I think curiosity is going to help me find that. I think that hmm, – I'll take this to a, a wider angle for a second. I think that most people could benefit by being – by embracing curiosity mm. over um, – well, let's just – not over anything, just being curious. Because yeah. most people, uh, they find their groove – and they find a comfort level, and that's just where they cruise, you know. And this is uh, mo- most people um, in the world who operate on a day-to-day basis. They go to bed, they sleep the best they can, they get up stressed out about what they have to go do at work. They come home, probably had a mediocre day. To not making this sound horrible, but but let's just let's just average it out here, and let's just say for the most part, most Americans probably don't um, spend a lot of time being curious about other things. They, they they're focused on maintaining the status quo mm-hmm. because they find a comfort level, and that's you know rather than than trying to exert themselves to to go to the next level or to um, you know just keep their head above the water. Um, it's. I think we could all benefit from being more curious, even if just being more curious meant learn more about what's happening elsewhere. And you might find something to be intentional about. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, the intentionality piece for us wasn't necessarily coupled with the curiosity side. And maybe so that's not. That's interesting. That's just, when, yeah. you, when you tell me these things, that's what I hear. I hear, sure. wow, well, you know, like what, what would I be intentional about? Right. Uh, oh, maybe I have some things already, but, and that's a question I have for you in a second, but yeah. Um, when I think about what leads to intentionality, I think being curious about things. And you may discover that there's nothing in a domain that actually makes sense to be intentional about. You're like, wow, now I know something new. Cool. I'm no longer curious about this. Right. What's next? Right. Um, but how would you have known had you not explored? Sure. Uh, I, I, I broached this in this way because I think 2020, since we're talking about yeah. the new year, uh, is – going to be uh, potentially an amazing year yeah. Uh, if people are curious and they find a way mm. to explore and research and understand the potential of things available to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, you know, you can apply that to whatever you want. The 2020 presidential election, if you like, um, careers, you can apply it to science and medicine, um, understanding fitness, being mm-hmm. a better person, you know, being curious about what you can do. I, I love it. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. So well, this, sorry, go ahead. no, I'm just going to say it brings me to the question of, uh, it, it has been 2020 for just a few days now. Yeah. Um, it's January 2nd. <laughs> well, a couple of days now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In that time, has your curiosity rendered anything for you to be intentional about? Hmm. Um, not yet. Not like specifically that I can think about. Um, you know, the intentionality theme for me and actually for my wife, um, a lot of what we talked about is being intent- more intentional with um, like our kids. You know, when we're together as a family, uh, trying to be more, even more intentional with uh, engaging with them at their level. 
uh, you know, our kids are, are pretty young. Our boys are two and four. And, um, you know, sometimes it's easy to kind of, you know, when we're playing in the playroom, sit on the couch and kind of let them do their thing for a few minutes because it's been a long day or whatever it might be. Um, but trying to be more intentional around, okay, let's let's get down and color with them, play with them, whatever it is, for, for a longer period of time than what we've done before because we know that those moments are the most precious. And 2019 was um, kind of a rough year for us. There was just a lot going on in our lives, and I'm looking forward to... Um, kind of thriving in 2020 and kind of building that model and intentionality just really came out um, when we talked about what do we want for our family this year. Uh, And I think about that with my work, with our show and our relationship and the businesses that we want to grow together. I want to be very thoughtful, intentional, and purposeful around what it is that I'm doing. I don't want to achieve just for achievement's sake which I think is an easy trap to fall into that I have fallen into for many years. And that's what has been something that has come to light for me in 2019. That's a huge thing that I learned about myself. A lot of times I, I read an article, a book, uh, talk to a mentor, see a show about somebody. I'm like, oh, I want to go do that. That sounds like fun. There's, there's no intentionality there. And I want to be intentional about where I'm spending my time, where I'm giving my attention, who I'm investing in, those kinds of things. And I think that that's really where that came out for me. Yeah, I think um, uh, I think that makes a whole lot of sense. And it's inspiring to hear you say that. Um, you know, trust me, this is not all original. <laughs> no, no. I, and what what I'm feeling uh, is is you know no, nothing. Nothing we do is new per se. We're just yeah. uncovering some things about ourselves and about and about humanity in general. I think that that are helping us become better at being human beings. Sure. Um, I'm going to step back for a second and talk about 2019 because uh, I think it's important to to yeah to render some context around uh, what um, you know why we're looking forward to 2020 so much, and I think that. Uh, a lot of people had trouble in 2019, and, and I, I that that perception may be because the people I run with and the people I'm around uh, are kind of in the same demographic and age sure. range, and sure. are experiencing the same sort of things, family wise and yeah. career wise. Uh, so I'm sure there's plenty of people who had a great 2019. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt, um, and there's plenty, probably more people who had it worse than I did, or you for that matter. Sure. Oh um, yeah, I, I, I'm right. under no preconceived notions. I'm very blessed. <laughs> but there, but there's no reason to talk about all those things. Let's sure. just focus on what we know and. Uh, because I want to tie this back into intentionality, yeah, um, and the do rather than the be. Mm. Uh, because y- I feel the same way. There are so many things to do. Mm-hmm. We are just overwhelmed. Um, and let's just narrow this down to technology. Uh, as a developer, uh, every time I read, you know, Hacker News or let's just say Android Weekly. Let's just narrow it down to even that little slice of uh, uh, technical news. I want to. I want to do all these things. Oh, Kotlin multi-platform. Oh, I totally want to learn that. Yeah. Um, you know, Flutter. Oh, I better learn Flutter. I need to learn all these things. I'm going to buy a book. I'm going to, you know, check out some videos. All these things to do. Mm-hmm. They pile up. You have great intentions around those things, but it's hard to pick a thing and do it. Yeah. Uh, and so there's not just that. That is one tiny little sliver of 
to-dos on top of raising a family. You know, I need to make sure I childproof this. I need to make sure that we register for this. I need to make sure that we start thinking about these things. It's very easy to just get mired in the to-do lists. Yeah. Uh, So I really like the idea of um, the to-be list because it's somehow you probably wouldn't find yourself saying, I want to be president. I want to be an astronaut. You know what? I always wanted to be a firefighter. It, it, you can't, because you know those are things that are impossible to do uh, because uh, to be is essentially, uh, or can be if you let it be a giant list of to-dos sure. in order to be. Sure. But when you say, I just want to be effective, there's no to-do list behind that. It's just a commitment and an intentionality to be effective. Okay, well, how do you be? How do you become effective? Right. Um, so that's the next question. And I, I hope this tied back in. But I think I, what I wanted to discern was that that 2019 was very much for me as well. I think as you is a year of to-dos. Yeah. It was nonstop. Have to get this done. Have to do this. Have to remember to do this. You know, my lists just kept growing faster than I could knock them. Sure. You know, the items kept uh, accruing quicker than I could yeah. effectively do them. So um, it's nice to have a symbolic cutoff point to say, done. Yeah, starting fresh. Starting fresh. Yeah. I just, if I had a giant, if my life were a giant white erase board with a to-do list on one side of it, I'd just totally erase that to-do list and, and I am starting over. But I am inspired by what you're saying with to be because uh, I'd rather be than do yeah well i want to do too yeah no i mean it doesn't it doesn't create inaction it's more it's more of this uh this freedom to simply uh you know i would feel compelled in meetings to speak up because i need my voice heard rather than just you know I, i don't need to be an expert in every single conversation let the rest of the leadership team and I'll just sit back and listen yeah. and just observe, you know, those right. kinds of little situations, obviously, you know, more grand scenarios than that. But um, that's really what it has been so far for me. You know, the last year has been just kind of searching for stop trying to do so much. Just find out, find out and start to realize who I am, how I'm wired and be comfortable in that space. Um, no, it's good. Yeah, it's been that's, fun. That's so really I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to 2020. You know, there are some things that I would like to focus on and do. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm trying to be less of a doer and more of a beer. Yeah. Well, uh, if I'm gonna have to put some words on it. No, that's that's fine. So uh, I think from from a high level, that that's really cool. But let's 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 talk about traditional. New Year's resolutions for a minute. There's got to oh, be a couple yeah. of things you're like, All right. you know what? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Or one thing I, in the so, back of your head, you got some to do. Uh, so I'll I'll start. So we're two days in. My wife and I are two days into our whole thirty January. We always do typically have done one in January, uh, or one other month in the year, uh, for the last oh gosh I don't know six years seven years something like that, um, and it's kind of an annual thing for us and. Um, we're doing a paleo challenge at my gym, and Whole30 is very similar. It's very easy to kind of do a paleo challenge when you're doing Whole30 for the most part. Right. And um, so I've got my little tracker sheet out, and I'm, I feel very um, diligent. And I think that is more of the competitive side of me coming out, like, oh, I can win that. 
I can kick everybody's butt in, in, in here. Let's, let's go. Um, and that is part of the being comfortable with who I am. Why do I feel like I need to compete with, you know, a bunch of friends from the gym kind of thing. But as long as I'm doing it from, I think for me, as long as I'm doing it from a stance of like, oh, this is kind of a fun thing to do to challenge myself, to, you know, have fun with my community and not from a body shaming, uh, or, or negative, um, stereotypes for, for me as a, as a, as a, as a guy or uh, for anybody, quite frankly, I think you can have fun in that space and still kind of, uh, be competitive. You know, yeah. I think there's a, there's a healthy, there's a healthy spot in there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I do have a couple of to do's there's, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some of the things that I put together on my, let me just pull it up here really quick. Of course you have a list. I, well, yeah. Cause one of my, one of my mentors gave me this life plan thing. That's a yearly thing. So it's, it's just good to get your, your head thinking. So, uh, I want to be a little bit more intentional about date nights with my wife. Um, you know, I think traditionally they've been more opportunistic when we can find a sitter, um, or special occasions and not on a consistent cadence. And that's something I think that's good for both of us that I need to own and kind of run with. Um, you know, I've been doing, I've, I've joined the CrossFit cult in the last four months, five months. And I want to, it's been great for me. I've enjoyed it. Um, and I want to keep that consistency throughout the year and just see what happens. Um, and, you know, because I do CrossFit, I have to talk about CrossFit. Um, and this idea around being curious, I think, is another big thing for me. Uh, you know, there are people in my life that I want to invest more time into because they either feed me or I feel like I feed them in healthy ways, stuff like that. Um, you know, I think that, you know, trying to be a well-rounded person, this whole mind, body, spirit kind of, uh, um, approach is kind of where I'm trying to find a happy balance. And then all the other normal financial planning and, Nah, those are uh, no fun. You know, we got to do it anyway. Yeah, I mean all the all the normal stuff. I mean, um, there's no there's no. Well, we're in, we're doing whole thirty, so there is no alcohol for January. But that was the thing I saw in the news this morning. It's like a, a, a normal January um, New Year's resolution, and we're going to be talking to uh, Darren Moon here uh, on a show here soon, uh, who's the owner of Thrive Fit, to talk about. And one of the things I want to ask him about is what is their drop off rate. For and sign up rate in January versus like June. I know that most gyms in general have this huge influx, probably late December, early January, and then probably taper down pretty quick. How do you deal with that yeah. as a gym? I'm curious. Well-known phenomenon. That oh, I, yeah. And I, most I'm going to work out three, yeah. four or five days a week. And Here, honey, I bought you a membership to the gym. It's a 30-day right. trial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think of the things that I've thought through in the past I'm going to read more books. I'm going to, I don't know, work harder at work, whatever. It's tough. Yeah. You know, goals are, goals are hard for a lot of people. And it, it, it's, a. I feel like there's an art to creating goals. Uh, you know, we've, um, at, at my firm, we try to use and coach our clients on things like OKRs, things that are very specific, measurable, uh, time boxed, um, and that can help people break these, we want to increase, well, okay, well, how are you going to do that? And how are you going to know if you're successful or not? You know, what are the things that you're looking for? So, yeah, no doubt. Um, those are always tough. Sometimes you do just want to be intentional and curious. 
Well, it's it feels like that's the sort of thing that should be um, a, con- a continuous thread. Something yeah. maybe you haven't uh, because being curious, I think, takes practice. Yeah, being being anything takes practice. Yeah, being good at doing anything takes time, patience, energy, practice, mm-hmm. and it's hard work too. Yeah, you can't just switch it on and be like, oh, "I'm curious now." And you can't take a wow. class. There, no. There's no there's no coursework. There's that's why like it's at some point in time, I feel like in most people's career, the hard skills come a little bit. Less on a day to day. I don't know. Yeah, that's a really bad way of phrasing, it, but I think you know what I'm saying. And the those softer, more emotional intelligence skills. Those are there's no playbook. There are books. Don't get me wrong. There are tools and techniques, but it's it's much harder to be told. Okay, go do these ten reps, and you'll be better at uh, emotional self expression. Right. You can't do that. You can do that with exercise. Like, yeah. here, here's a program yeah. to, train, to train your body. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, do bicep curls, and your arms will start to be bigger and right. stronger. But that, that's yeah. easy. That's an easy thing. Um, be more intentional. Well, easier, I should say. It's different. I don't even want to say that's easier. That's actually not fair. I mean, f- working out consistently, feeding your body, uh, lifting the like. Uh, I don't want to underplay that. That's hard work. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's very different. It's not. It's hard work and it's a ton of commitment. It's to me, a it's, lot of it's, commitment. It's, yeah. it's the commitment and the, the willpower and drive necessary to avoid what, the dark side of that, which yeah. is uh, everything that's bad for you, which mm-hmm. is all yeah. too easy to get into. Anyway, you're right. Totally different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, uh, it's a different kind of work that I have not quote unquote flexed <laughs> a lot in my life. And it's, um, I think I have a coach. I mean, that is, she has been, Martha's been phenomenal. Um, and she's been an executive coach for many, many years and, uh, will sometimes come out of left field with, uh, you know, like a, a question. I'm like, Oh wow. I haven't even thought about it from that perspective. Yeah, I do feel that way. Oh man, that's weird. It's, it's interesting because probably most people in this world will never get a coach. Not in a sense that you have a coach. Sure. They may have a mentor. They may sure. have a parent or a brother yeah. or a sister or yeah. a friend who is able to give them some yeah. timely advice or just some pointers. Yeah. You know, like, hey, maybe you should try this. Yeah. And and I have uh, mentors, peer groups. Yeah. I think the the having as many people, not as many, it's not about quantity, but having a, a quality group of people that are somewhat like personal advisors will help you grow faster in life, whether it's work, home, whatever, than, than any book or, or class or lecture or anything out there. Yeah. I'm not like discounting school, but I'm right. just saying that that has helped me more throughout my career than any book or seminar I've ever gone to. So, but it's more, it's more than just career, right? I mean, yeah, that's career what I'm saying. is a huge It's part made of me life. a better husband. It's made me a better father. It's yeah. like, it's, it's not just about, well, okay, how'd your... How was your performance this yeah. quarter? It hasn't. We don't talk about that kind of stuff. But it would be interesting to disseminate that information to people who don't, you know, like, hey, here's what I've learned. Um, there's mm-hmm. no patent on that on advice. You know, you can't. Right. Like we said earlier, to circle back to that, there's nothing new. Right. About the human condition. Right. Uh, it's just kind of uncovering uh, what it is about yourself, identifying how you are, how you behave, how you react towards others, and vice versa, and f- Figure out a way to align all those bits so you are more effective at being good. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Unless your intention is being bad. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. So what are your what are your 
resolutions for the year? What have you been thinking about for 2020? Um, the big one for me has a lot to do with uh, an earlier version of myself. Um, I identified when I was younger as, as a musician. You know, I'm, I'm a musician. Yeah. Yeah. I, I make music. I produce music. That's what, that's what gets me. That's what I get. Uh, and at some point in my life, I determined, well, I, I know what that point was. Um, like in my late 20s, uh, I got married and, and moved to Indianapolis and um, uh, made a conscious decision to put all those things on the back burner and focus on a stable career, doing something that I really enjoy doing. Uh, I found my way into software development. Yeah. And it has been an absolute blast. Uh, so over a decade has passed, and uh, I made a promise to myself when, when, I made that, when I made that switch that I would eventually find a way to get back into doing music somehow, even if just as a hobby. Um, so this year is that year where I have made this decision that, hey, look, I'm putting energy towards uh, thinking about doing music more um, and not all the time. You know, if I get two or three hours a week to sit down and uh, think about some music, then I'm going to do it. And uh, I've set myself up for that. And so yeah. that's the big one. Okay. Um, and just, just having that, you know, some people say, you know, this is the year I'm going to get my gaming station like <laughs> oh, tuned yeah. up. Oh, yeah. And that's that's where I'm at with my, with my little home nice. studio. I, I just, I want... I want it to be easy to sit down, yeah. pick up an instrument, hit record, lay some stuff down when I get an idea, yeah. walk away from it, come back three days later, yeah. and you know it's no big deal. I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning new intro <laughs> music for it. <him>, so. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> uh, aside from that, um, you know, the obligatory, healthier yeah. living lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, you know, not getting any younger. Um, Avoided buying a Peloton last yeah. week. <laughs> that, that, that was a desperation. Like, I had to fix this situation now. Yeah. How can I press order and make my life better, you know, uh, via the internet? It, it, there's there's no solution besides what I mentioned earlier. It's just yeah. commitment, yeah. drive, hard yeah. work. Oh, uh, yeah. All the other things are vehicles, you know? You don't, and you don't. The, the, I think the reality is that one of the most important lessons of because I've had a trainer in the past, yeah. and I've done well. Yeah. And one of the most important takeaways from that experience was that you don't need anything besides the body you inhabit. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> to be fit. It's true. Everything you need is the gravity on this planet and yep. the muscles you, you currently have. Yeah. Uh, and think, you can do pretty good. I think that is, uh, I mean, that, that's a style of, of working out, like no weights, only strength, something like that, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I'm sure. No, oh, man. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what it's called. Anyway. So right, that that's that's the other big one. And then aside from that, uh, I, I also have a. Um, it's also a big one, but being more intentional about yeah, cultivating uh, relationships and not just focusing on myself, yeah, but saving some of that energy for others and doing well for them. Um, love and being it. intentional about that. Yeah, I love it. So yeah, uh, of course, most of my time is chewed up by my two year old. Yeah, that, those are that's a <laughs> so, good that's a good intentional thing to spend time yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, no phone in hey. front of my child. Yeah. Put my phone away. Yep. That's that. like when I talk about being intentional with the kids, getting down on the ground with them. It's easy for us to open up yeah. Instagram like, or something. Use for my a imagination. Of yeah. Let's play. Let's pretend. And, you know, it's weird because I think even it's really the, the moments that pull away from those. It's not that we're sitting on our phones. Like, I don't, I don't get on my wife and I about, man, we've been sitting here for 30 minutes on our phones. It's... 
it pulled our attention away for even just a minute. Like, why are we doing that? Like, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta work on that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hate it when I do that and no. realize, ugh, that no, I'll put this away. Yeah, it's an important tool. Yeah. It's a great tool to have. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's nothing wrong with it as long as it's it can be detrimental too. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. It's interesting that we're finally arriving at a point where we recognize that. Yeah. And say, you know, we don't need yeah. this right now. Yeah. So as we think about textilers last year. You know, we really just started this as a creative outlet for you and I to talk about all the things that I felt like we just met over lunch and drinks to talk about and yeah. ended up at the end of those like, oh, man. We could have made a podcast out of that podcast out of that. That would have been fun, yeah. Let's write a blog. Uh, and, well, podcasting is pretty inexpensive. I think it started on an iPhone. Then we bought some, you know, I'd say mid-grade mics. These, you know, these sound good enough in right. my mind. Well, and, and I think that we... You know, our first our first couple of goes were pretty scrappy, and mm-hmm. and we learned a lot. I mean, that's been the whole process is, is 2019 has been learning how to uh, create an interesting show. Yeah. Learn how to interact with guests. There is something that you don't expect uh, that happens when you get behind a mic in an interview situation. You know, you listen you listen to a podcast like, wow, this would be so easy to do. It is not. It takes practice. Yeah. And, I, and we're still practicing. Oh, my um, gosh. Well, I still feel like I, I have like a radio voice like in some ways or toned down, but it's gotten so much easier for me yeah. to just talk the way that I would normally talk and right. whatnot. And so th- there's, there's, a, there's a lot there. And uh, I mean, honestly, if we could have walked into a space and just sat down and, and done a, a show, we probably, without having practiced doing it, we probably would have been unimpressed with ourselves. Right. But we did all those things on top of figuring out what it takes to, to get the audio set up and learn all those lessons the hard way. Right. The 20, 2019 was a great year for us in, in terms of that. We're starting 2020 uh, in this space doing a show. It feels... Yeah. Feels like fun. We've come... We've, we've did it. We, we got here. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, actually talking about the future, um, you know, I feel like we're, we're now... Okay, we did a quick and dirty website. We did, uh, you know, some some decent uh, design assets. Um, you know, Kim was great to kind of put some things together, so those are good. Um, and now we want to, okay, let's get a let's get a new website. Let's make it look decent. You know, we got like a little WordPress thing that effectively hosted a couple of blogs and always our RSS feed for yeah. uh, from SoundCloud. And now we want to get something a little bit nicer but still easy to manage so we don't have to recreate that wheel and then uh so that's gonna be great we got our first sponsor yeah that's really cool that was unexpected uh you know our our our, one of our one of our good friends and mentor you know mike kelly gave us a call and was like hey let's let's do something i mean that's that's really exciting yeah um so uh i think that'll be fun to do this year and and we're opening a probably going to be opening a, a, an actual podcast studio that anybody could rent or use that's ready to go. You walk in, hit record, and record your own show. Yeah. I'm, so you I'm don't have to, about that. to go through the whole process that we had to go through. No. You get to learn from our mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. And it's going to sound pretty fun, and it's going to be in a, a great little building, and uh, excited about that partnership with uh, Thrive Fit and... Um, we're actually recording there right now, and it's been yeah. really quiet today. Even w- even with the music going on in the background, you can't really we can't hear it, which means you can't hear it. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, but no, they've been great, and um, it's been you know great to talk to Darren and Lydia today, and it's just been a lot of fun. 
Absolutely. Really looking forward to that. So we got a lot of fun stuff coming up and uh, having even more guests and shows than we did last year, really um, kind of ratcheting up the 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 quantity. And I feel like the quantity of people that uh, we're going to be talking to this year, um, really, really looking forward to the lineup that's coming up. Absolutely. And we'll we'll keep you updated on that as we uh, we firm it up and, and uh, uh, start producing more content. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. More blogs. I've got a blog series yep. putting together around uh, organizational alignment, which sounds benign, but I'll come up with a better name for it because it was actually kind of interesting, a little bit of uh, my journey uh, over the last 15 years and kind of seeing different things and now where I'm at now and kind of seeing um, uh, how powerful uh, alignment within a company is really is. You know, a lot of people talk about it, but nobody, not a lot of people live it out, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the blogs we're going to be producing are going to be very um, experience-oriented, Yeah, which is good because we've got a lot of experience between us. I agree. And, yeah. uh, uh, but we don't know everything, and that's the other kind of fun part about this is I feel like every time we dive into something new, I, I, I either am forced to because I'm like, eh, I don't know what I'm talking about there, or we get to because our guests just share like what, what – you know, we talked to you know Bill Moore uh, here recently, who whose show will be out here soon. Um, and I, man, I feel like that whole show. I was like, holy crap! I had no idea. That's really interesting. Yeah, uh, we we learn a ton all the time, um, and you know, we end up applying what we learn <laughs> yeah. into our professional uh, paths. But uh, the blog the blog series will maybe not necessarily be. Uh, aligned with the shows as much. It's kind of a different thread, but um, an outlet all the same. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think we might delve into more technical issues. Uh, I might write uh, a blog or two on, on you know, uh, some development experience I, I've had and, and the pitfalls here and there I encountered or um, who knows. It'll be good. There'll be content. It'll be interesting. The we, best. Hope. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> <laughs> interesting to us. We'll find out if it's interesting to you. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So look forward. We're looking forward to a great 2020, and uh, we look forward to going on that journey with you guys. So make sure to check us out at the Textillers on uh, the old social medias. It's Happy right. New Year! Happy New Year, everybody. 